Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. <laughs> we are back. We are here. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Box got to do a little microphone switching around and all that. That's right. You back? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, you can. This is your, this yeah. is your party. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I always forget when I have another guest in the studio. And I don't really like Mike One, so if I start speaking on Mike One, I throw it out of the way. <laughs> and we all just have to wait a few more seconds. We are back in better than ever is what I was going to say because we are joined by the black shirt, Terrell Farley, sticking around for a segment uh, here on the Water Water cooler, uh, and uh, we've got uh, some post-practice uh, quotes to go through of Tony White. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, hey. So that'll be kind of fun. We and thought we'd bring a guy who's pretty good at defense yeah, himself to talk two. about okay. to talk about a defensive coordinator quotes. Yeah, don't yeah. make me blush. You were, today. I mean, you were you were decent. Like you were, yeah, you was, were all right. I was okay. Yeah, just you were just okay. Yeah, so whatever a black shirt or whatever. I don't, hey, 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 nothing, watch nothing, your, nothing. Watch your nothing, nothing, nothing too serious. Watch <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, defensive coordinator Tony White spoke today after after today's practice, and something that something that he mentioned. This comes from Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald on Twitter. Uh, something that he mentioned. I really wanted to get your take on um, from Tony White. He says, "Quote: When everything breaks down, you see a football player at his best." Hey, I might have done A to B wrong, but B to C, I'm going over here. I'm going to rec shop and make plays. So in that instance, and I know for you, you know, you made a lot of plays. Was there ever an instance where there was a play call, something didn't go right, and you had to make sure that you were still getting to that position that you were supposed to be in, um, and and you know, you went, and you you made you made plays. Yeah, I mean, basically what he what he's saying. That, I mean, I, I could take you could take it two ways. You can say when a player makes a mistake, he he's gonna make it 110, pursuit wise. Mm-hmm. But when you say that, you're more like saying if, like say if I have the A gap or the B gap and it's clogged up, and if I see that back bounces it out, that means I'm gonna haul ass and and try to get to that point where I can make that play. And and, they're, they're, and, and Coach White is doing a great job of trying to figure out who's his best players are and who you got to put in the right spot to make those plays. And the thing about his defense is that it's going to be a lot of gap control. So you got to – and you got to be fast at reading because these – this football is, is is faster than what it used to be. Mm. You know, the speed of the game, the the, the counter plays and, and, and running plays, just just a lot of different fast stuff. But I understand what he's saying. Like, try, if, if A and B – if I can't get to A and B – I better haul butt to get to C and B, C and D. Mm-hmm. So you know, I understand that philosophy he's saying. I mean, that's something that you know you heard with Bo Pelini when they were asking him about Levante David. And this is, you know, it, I don't believe it was a knock at him, but he said, you know, Levante was actually out of position a lot, but he made a lot of tackles because he's a football player and he found himself out of position. But he still, you know, A to B didn't go right, B to C. He finds himself getting into the right spot, making that tackle, wrapping up, and and and. Taking taking care of things. Yeah, see, that's the thing about when we play, we fooled a lot. So we would bring seven guys in the in the box, and we would all look like we we blitzing. 
But the thing was, we was able to disguise that defense like that because we knew which gap we had to get. So once the ball snaps, we're not going to be in the same position. We're going to be totally opposite where we need to be. We're going to be where we need to be at, but it's going to be totally opposite from where we line up at. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's kind of funny when you hear about a guy like Levante and and Charlie, you're probably in this case, but it's a very few amount of guys that can play out of position. Most guys, uh, and you're out of position because you see something, right? You you know, I mean, and and so you're there to to, to properly make the tackle, but it's, um, you know, most of the times if you're out of position, you're costing your team. You know, it's it's, it's hurting. At the end of the day, you still get an X or or a minus when they grade you because you're out of position (laughs) <laughs> and you're not in the right place, yeah. but but you could be in the, you could be in the um, break you could be in the film room with the team y'all you know after games the linebackers they get together and and they do film session and you like and you would look at that play and coach say well you got a you got a minus on that well I made the play so what happened coach why did I, <laughs> yeah. why I don't get a plus so you know it's it's all about being in the right spot at the right time well yeah and usually you know I, I think with Levante too it's like something if you see something that's why you're out of position it's not he doesn't know what he's doing he mm-hmm. he actually is is you know. Like he thought fly. he saw something that he could yeah. he could take advantage of and I thought, just I, out of position. I thought I seen a booty game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it was. So you know, it's all it's all good. It's just it's foot it's great football knowledge. That's all it is. Well, and 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 I'd love to do the 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 sunshine and rainbows thing too, but I think there's some. I, I think there's just a, a bit of reality that that it was addressed today by Tony White too, saying that they they're having to scale some things back and practice to, to focus on the details. If the players don't know where to be and what to do, they can't play fast. Um, so I think you're still kind of in that install period, right? Which, which which you have to expect when you're having a new defense. It's not just plug and play and, and get people going. Um, but how long do you think that that's going to to take? I mean, do you expect this defense to? get better as the year goes goes on and and, and, and and you would expect that with with any team but um, specifically installing a new defense and the fact that you don't you don't necessarily have the luxury of uh, you know some I, I don't know some lower level school to start with you're going with Minnesota and Colorado right away but I still think that there's you know I think that's part of the reality so when people you know uh, you know what want to want to just say drink the Husker kool-aid and say they're gonna win this game that game and the next game like I, I hope so. But the the harsh reality is with with most teams when you're on install you're not you're not building off of that you know yeah. until later into the season. So here's my theory on that. I think, I think the first thing you do is need to get spring done with, and you need to get guys that know what their positions are, who know what it's truly going to be. Mm-hmm. And so once you give that guy that that position, so see so see right now you got guys who's in and out, who's in and out who's trying different positions to see do it work. So once you get these guys settled, then they learn the defense more. Mm-hmm. So the thing I'm saying is like me, you, you, you baby feed them a little bit. You know, you give them a little bit at a time. So once you see this player, see, you run one defense and you see that they perfect it. And then you throw another one at them and, and keep throwing defenses at them. But you don't do it all at once because you do it all at once, you confuse that player. And once a player's confused, then they then they take the wrong steps mm-hmm. at the beginning of the play. See, right now you, you you're you don't want to throw so much at them because every time they got to think that it, it makes them hesitate and they and they lose that one step. It only takes one step for mm-hmm. you to be out of position. So you want to get them day by day. You want them see if they can progress progress and get better and better and then that's that you throw more in at them so you don't that, that like you say you can run so many defenses out of that three three five that 
you don't know what you're gonna run. Yeah. I mean, you gotta know the audibles, you gotta know everything, you gotta know what hole you wanna go through, and plus, you gotta know what the guys up front gonna do first. So it's a lot of things that's gonna go, but first, let's get ready. Let's get spring over with. Mm-hmm. And some more some more tidbits coming out of that and something that, you know, you were just talking about. You want to get guys into those positions and working on that. Um, one second. Uh, so the uh, Tony White said they're linebackers. They're not – they don't have solidified roles yet. They're working in all three spots. So you've got guys working middle, left, right. They're all working in, in all of those different spots to try and find out who's best at what. You like that? Yeah, I think so because you got to get – see, here's the thing about me – Reimer's probably an outside linebacker, size-wise. Mm-hmm. So they're not big, yeah. old-school linebackers like we had. Like like John Hess, he's probably 6'3", 250. Jay Foreman, 6'2", 240, 235. They, these guys are got, like, outside linebacker, more like bodies. So the thing is, you get MJ Sherman in there. You see if he can play middle. You get um, the guy from Florida. What's his name? Chief. Uh, Chief Borders to see how he does. And then you, you, you mix it up. You have them rotate each group each day. And, and you try to find the best group of players to mash together. Mm-hmm. It's all about playing together because there's no I in team, though. Yeah, you need that synergy and that consistency betw- yeah. between people. And those you know, those two names that you mentioned, Chief Borders and, and MJ Sherman, um, Tony White says that a handful of guys have stood out on the pass rush. Those two, including true freshman Princewell Uman Mielin and Kai Wallen, the the uh, junior college guy. Yeah, the only JUCO they took. Yeah, and speaking of junior college, and this is something that a lot of people have wanted. And I think you mentioned it also. Uh, Iowa Western Community College, just right across the river, yeah. uh, defending uh, national junior college athletic uh, national champions. The entire team was in attendance for today's practice, including their head coach. That's good. that's great. I mean, I think that that's I mean, that's a relationship you that got, you, you haven't a, seen Nebraska yeah. take advantage of lately. You know, at before, all, at all. yeah, before they were pretty. They're every once in a while, but that Iowa Western sends guys to a lot of different places, and they end up having some pretty D1 good success. Guys, yeah, a lot of D one guys. Yeah, I mean, so that's a relationship you really need to take advantage of. I think that's great because you got to. You, you, sometimes you got to go to JUCO to fill that void or fill that hole that you need. And, and, and it's not a bad thing. See, some JUCOs can – some JUCO guys only go just to get their playing – they're playing up to par. Some don't have to go to JUCO for grades. Mm-hmm. So you, you might have a guy that played one year JUCO and still have had three years of eligibility left. You know, and that's a great thing if yeah. that guy can take a red shirt in junior college and still, and still have three years. And the, and the upside of that is that – this junior college is right next door. Mm-hmm. We should have been over there. We should have been knocking on their door instead of letting Iowa and the other schools go over there and pluck them out of their system. Yeah, and Matt Rule's got, again, I think the connection to the Omaha high schools is something that needs to be uh, kind of fixed, and we'll see how that goes, uh, you know, certainly within the football team and the basketball program, hopefully in the next couple of couple of months. Uh, but that's another relationship that a lot of a lot of people have said, you know, over over the time. Like, that's just – it seems like an obvious one that Nebraska hasn't tapped into, uh, so hopefully they get that going. Uh, but but I'll tell you this, and, and we, we, we might want to – learn from the University of Georgia because they did that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They ran away from the in the in state talent. They went everywhere else to get everything. Now look at Georgia. They stay at home and they get the best of the best from that state. And it shows now. 
See, Nebraska needs that because we don't need to let these kids go to TCU. We don't need to let these kids go to Iowa or let Nick Saban or Deion step in our backyard. Yeah. These kids should be committed already. And that's my problem with, with not, not my problem with Nebraska, but sometimes it confuses me why we only have two commits right now and everybody else has 10, 12. You know, we need to be on the ball early instead of trying to run it late. Hey, it's three commits now. True. Now, oh, three. <laughs> yeah, three yeah. commits. Pardon me. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get it right. Pardon me. Come on, man. Also, <laughs> update uh, on guys that have, uh, you know, switched positions here throughout the career. A.J. Rollins now full-time at defensive end. Uh, it was uh, described as a baller by Tony White, so that's good news. He played also- defensive end for Creighton Prep, defensive end yeah. and tight end. Yeah. And I know nobody's going to believe me, but I thought he was a better defensive end than a tight end in high school, but nobody's going to believe me. So Rico's okay. smarter than the previous coaching staff. No, I'm not saying that. That's I just, just thought said, I'm not here. saying that. I just thought he was a better defensive end. Well, I'm just saying I was be- mostly because that was the same class that they had like three other tight ends coming in. Yeah. Uh, also, Tommy Hill, uh, of course, has been playing full time now at defensive back. Of course, he went back uh, to wide receiver last year. He's among uh, guys uh, fighting for the battle. It's interesting the way that Tony White described it. He said um, uh, there's about three to five guys that can cover, and there was uh, there's no leading candidate for the guy opposite of Newsom. So it sounds like they're, they're focusing on Quentin Newsom, which mm-hmm. no, no surprise there. They took That's away his number one. They took away his number six, uh, but get it, it sounds like he's going to get it back because they already kind of have him uh, circled in as the starter there. Maybe a little bit of a surprise to, to not put Malcolm, you know, Malcolm Hartzog, mm-hmm. who uh, the, the previous staff obviously plugged in, played very well as another cornerback that we kind of figured might be a starter coming back. But um, they're going to give a look at, at several different guys, including uh Miles Farmer, who's traditionally been a safety or has, I shouldn't say traditionally, uh, you know, so far has been a safety. Um, maybe give him a look at cornerback even. My my thought is, you know, maybe they're thinking Malcolm Hartzog possibly in the slot more instead of outside going against the taller receivers. Um, plus Tommy Hill, who was the starter before Malcolm took that job from the previous staff. Um they said he's back with the defense full-time playing corner, so that could be something that you know he, he's finally realizing that potential that people have talked about, and maybe he's, he's finally snatched that job back or is close to snatching that job back. But Malcolm Hartzell, like you said, he, he was the starter for a good portion of the season, did a really good job as the season went on. So um, it, it's a little surprising, but he's a little undersized. So we'll see where they end up putting him. But uh, a little bit of breaking news. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit a little bit of breaking news. Maybe not the the happiest kind of news for well, I guess people don't really care. They already beat him once. Baylor <laughs> Shireman is returning to Creighton. Yeah. I didn't know he had another year. Yes. <laughs> he does. Uh which I think that I again, Creighton's gonna be a top five, top ten team coming into next year. I get. I mean, I've, I've got, I get it with the, the Jay Skur thing, and we all hate uh, Creighton, and, and oh, it's, it's great to be pictures. on board with that. Yeah, we've got <laughs> pictures of folks uh, in, in Creighton gear that uh, might say otherwise. But I, 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 I always like like to stand out and say I love the state of ba- I love basketball. I love the state of Nebraska. I love the state of, deba- of basketball uh, rising in Nebraska. So I like a Creighton team, and I think it makes for an inter- more of an interesting story for Nebraska. Um, so uh, Baylor Shyman returning to create I think it's it's a good thing all around and uh and that team obviously minus Nimhart is going to uh is going to be a contender we'll see what they do in the transfer portal we'll see who else they add yeah because I'm sure they're 
Well, I know for a fact that they're not done, and they're going to so add some pretty big names. So it, it was it a great thing that Nebraska signed that big guy, the six nine guy. They say he got he can shoot threes good. I read yeah. that. Uh, uh, Rink Mast, yeah, that's Rink his Mast. name. Uh, the transfer out of Bradley. Bradley, he's six nine, six ten, depending on where you look. But he's also what is he six six nine six ten like two forty five. So he's actually got some 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 heft to him. Um, he doesn't shoot the three a lot, but he does shoot somewhere in the thirties percent wise from three. They say he does most of his damage inside. Got a nice looking hook shot, and uh, they said one of if not the best rebounder in the portal currently now out of the portal. Yeah. Um. So he averaged what fourteen and eight last year for Bradley. Led the team. Um, that's a that's a big pickup for Nebraska. Yeah, along with uh, with Breidenbach and and um, K- uh, Blaze Kada, I think you've got a pretty good uh, group of of, of oh, guys yeah. there. Again, maybe don't expect him to be Derek Walker, uh, but will be a good a good piece for that team next year. Uh, Blackshirt, I think you're about ready to go, so we'll uh, we'll let you go. But I went before that before break. I wanted to ask you about this because uh, linebacker coach Rob Dvorak also uh, spoke after practice today, and he said. Uh, that the, the the middle linebacker, which is traditionally the guys uh, making the pre-snap calls and, and all that for the defense, won't be the case for Nebraska. He said it's going to be on all 11 guys on the field to make the calls, uh, which will maximize communication and make sure everyone is on the same page. Um, again, it just depends on kind of how you read it. That's how they want to do their defense. Do you like the idea, or would you rather have a quarterback of the defense out there making the calls? Well, the way we did it, we had the middle call it and then the – we had the safety call to back. So, yeah. you know, I, I think when you try to put too many people in charge of trying to make the plays, it confuses a lot of people because sometimes they're not seeing the same thing. Some, oh, that's that. No, no. I mean, but, you know, if, if that's the way they want to do it, then they got to make sure that everybody's on the same page. But I would rather have my middle do it and, and, and probably another linebacker with him just in case he can't get it out quick enough. And, and, you know, I don't think all 11 players need to worry about what, what's coming in that play. I just think it need to be two guys, really. Just have two guys look to the sideline and relay the play to everybody else. Yeah, you yeah. have one guy in the foot of DBs and one in the middle linebacker. Yeah. I mean, I used to look at the sideline. I knew what it was, but it wasn't my it wasn't my cue to call it. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, if we was getting it late, I was, hey, 11 robber. That's what we run, 11 robber. So, you know, I just think one one or two people need to really concentrate on it because you, you take too much out of the game when you got a a big big defensive lineman down on the ground trying to see what the play is. And then try to get back in the stance. Yeah, try to get back. So I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> All right, we will uh, we'll jump through some more of these uh, these post uh, practice press conference uh, clips here from the coaches and players. We'll also talk a little bit of Nebraska basketball, like we talked there at the end. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, one of the greatest defensive players of all time at Nebraska, Terrell Farley, for making your uh, ticket water cooler debut. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There he goes. All right, COD time. Yeah, there you go. Go go get some go get some experience there. All right, we'll take a quick break here on the ticket water cooler, and we will be back right after this.